Welcome back to Digital Soup, a hilariously geeky podcast that brings you the best weekly geekly conversations. Join us as we step into the kitchen to see what's cooking in the world of geek this week, including tips for getting the most out of your Google apps. Is there such a thing as too much Star Wars? And can that Spartan fight his way out of the potato sack to defeat the flaming marshmallow man? Now stick around for our unsigned music spotlight at the end, featuring a track from the saboteurs. So pull up a chair and get your geek on. Jason, let's get this thing rolling, but let's not tell Adam about that thing we talked about, all right? Just keep it between us, man. <laughs> I won't tell Adam if you don't, Dave. All right, well, welcome back to Digital Soup, <laughs> the only podcast taking a page from Dunkin' Donuts, and we're officially changing our name to just Digital. <laughs> Did they change their name to just Donuts or what? <laughs> they dropped Donuts. <laughs> they they did, yeah. Really? Hi, mister. I do not pay attention to anything going on in the world. <laughs> well, where am I? <laughs> Yes, Dunkin' Donuts is now officially just called Dunkin'. Stupid. It is dumb. Can I don't even get it. Dumpkin? Yes. Very Dumpkin. <laughs> I wish I had a best friend named Duncan. It would be hilarious. <laughs> and then he's like a basketball player, and he's always Duncan. <laughs> hey, there's Duncan Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to stutter, man? I have no idea. Why'd you say it twice? Is there an echo in here? There is a little bit. All right, well, let's get this shindig going here. Uh, to all the new listeners just joining us, me nomin ist Jason, and I don't know any other. So, And joining me in the virtual studio today is Adam and usually Dave. How's it going, gentlemen? Me nomin ist, ad, ist Adam. I'm, I'm Dave. I'm, I'm doing well. Usually. <laughs> I'm Dave. Yeah, I, usually well. I, I, I've got to be honest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out here right Did up front. Did you just say I'm Dave, usually well? <laughs> no, maybe I did. I, that's what I was going to say. I love uh, this incoherent podcast. Go I, on. I'm going to put this out there. I, I haven't been feeling great today, so I was laying on the couch watching some Castle Rock and fell asleep and woke up about maybe five, ten minutes before the show here. And so I'm still kind of waking <laughs> up and a little out of it. So I didn't know I'd... you could still watch Fraggle Rock. Yeah, it's good <laughs> stuff. You guys are going to have me second guessing everything I say tonight. Like, did I really say that? Yeah, he's got allergies. Don't worry about it. No, I just, <laughs> just not feeling great today and super tired. And See, that's probably out. why Kavanaugh was uh, crying and talking about so much beer because he had allergies. <laughs> Maybe he allergies was cutting onions. Are real. Gosh, that whole thing. Anyway, let's let's not let's not talk about it. Yeah, we don't have to get into the real stuff. But did you guys see the cold open at SNL uh, this past Saturday? <gasps> yeah, I didn't. No. Oh, okay. Well, you can see it right on YouTube. You don't have to watch the whole episode. Just go on there and watch the cold open. Some of the most hilarious things ever. And I'm going to spoil this for YouTube because everybody else got to see it. You know, as it happened, but you guys can't because. It's not Saturday Night Live for you guys. I'll just wait till Saturday and watch it. Yes. No, this was just yesterday, <laughs> okay? Matt Damon is playing Kavanaugh. Yeah, I did see, I <laughs> didn't see it, but Damon. I saw he did it. Matt Damon. <laughs> it yeah. is pretty hilarious. Oh. <laughs> no, he was playing uh, Kavanaugh. You know what else he's playing? He's playing hmm. Fortnite on his PS4 with his friends that are on other consoles. Can you believe that? You can finally do crossplay in but in the Sony product for Fortnite. Exactly. Huh. Well, it's in it's in like testing right now, but yes, finally Sony is relenting and they're going to let 
their, you know, their players finally play with the Xbox and the Switch. Nice. Isn't that great? That is great. We can we can pick the system we want. Uh, Jason, you played all... Fortnite, right? Yes, I've played it a, a little bit on the PC and a little bit on the PS4. My kids play it constantly on the PS4. I've never played it. Is it good? Uh, like any other 47-year-old man picking up a um, an <laughs> online game, I get, uh, as the kids will say, pwned <laughs> no i don't last very long i get i get you know headshotted pretty fast <laughs> that's we, we we figured <laughs> hey now that's that's a sound clip i have of uh you adam you can't be throwing that at me i can do whatever i want <laughs> <America. clears throat> but yeah not much to say about this except finally all the ps4 owners can stop whining and they can finally play with their xbox friends and you include yourself in that no, because I don't play the game and I don't have oh. any Xbox friends. But you're a PS4 owner. Is what I doing. am a PS4 owner, yes. I used to be a PS3 owner. <laughs> what happened? No, I'm not. He could be again. You'll, you'll light a death. I mean... Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> this years? year's running joke is Jason's still, <laughs> still going to send me his PS3 that he's no longer using. <laughs> Dude, I've been working. I've been I know moving. you have. You've been working and moving and shaking and all that okay, stuff. Okay, here, here's... It's hey, all good. Don't worry about why it. Why don't we do this? Seriously. And all of our listeners know exactly what's going to happen. You mentioned it once before. Why don't you go ahead and send me a box? I just throw it in there, drop it off, and it's at your house. Can do. Because that'll be the easiest thing, because I'll never remember. I honestly... I just I, sent I, you two boxes. <laughs> yeah, you did. They were pretty nice, too. <laughs> yeah. Adam, that uh, should he, fit. <laughs> yeah, he had some uh, business cards made up for the show here, and they're actually very nice-looking business cards. Probably the nicest-looking business cards I've ever seen. I would agree, and I'm not patting myself on the back. Vistaprint did a good job. Mm. Oh, that's where you got them from, Vistaprint? Yep. That's yep. Vistaprint. Brought to you by Vistaprint, <laughs> which is not a sponsor, but I really like their service. Mm. Well, awesome I, I went with XP Print because, uh, you know, Millennial Print wasn't working. <laughs> Millennium Print. Millennium, sorry, I missed it. <laughs> Millennial Print. <laughs> Windows, Windows, Windows Millennial. <laughs> I want a boot, but on my time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were turning a uh, little... Uh, Canadian there. Hey. <laughs> Here's them. That's what I'm talking about. So, well, this is kind of cool, though, because Fortnite has a huge following, and for those huge. people that just have one system to be able to play together, it's fantastic. That's cool. Can I uh, can I ask a question about Fortnite? Mm-hmm. I know sure can, everyone plays, and it's the free-to-play version. It's the Battle Royale mode. Mm-hmm. But I know there's like a, a, a regular game, you know, single-player game. I don't know if it's single-player or multiplayer or what. Is that also free to play, or is it just the battle royale mode that's free? I think it's the battle royale. Um, I've I've never played any other mode because I've never seen anything else available. Hmm. Uh, okay. When I go in on the PS4 or the PC, that's the only option sure. that's available. I do see other options, but I can't choose them. So yeah, that's probably the pay to play ones or whatever. Right. Okay. Hmm. Do you but think yeah, it's the- going to make a difference on any other games? I mean, like, like crossplay, like yeah, PS4 the fact they the fact they finally are doing this here. I mean, let's not forget they did this on accident about a year ago. <laughs> yeah, they flipped accident. a switch, and so now it's yeah. in beta, and they're acting like it's a big deal. But we already know it works. It happened, you know, on accident, quote unquote, a, you know, almost a year ago or whatever it was. But do you think Sony will finally start opening the gates and you know uh, looking at other games and in? taking this further or will it be just Fortnite to kind of appease that part of the crowd? No, they actually, in the article that we do have linked up here, it does say that uh, PS4 has opened it up for all third parties. uh, Third party software, third party uh, software developers. 
So any you know any other games that are on all the consoles you know can I mean but that makes sense I mean if it's a first party game well Sony uh, uh nobody else has a game so of course right. you know, it's not open for that yeah so thinking about that that's kind of a dumb statement sounds but- good in a fluff piece though <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah I mean uh, I I'm seriously this is what happened I get into Fortnite I move a couple of uh, feet. And then I get headshotted, and I have like a near-death experience, and uh, I it's it's just so weird because every time I have that near-death experience, I'm always eating a Burger King burger at the same time. <laughs> okay, and I'm just trying to figure out what does that mean. Well, I scientists are talking about how the band REM induces sleep patterns. So <laughs> that's am I reading corner. this wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even name an REM song right now. Come on, guys, help me out. Losing my religion. Yep. That's no, I, no, I want Crush. REM songs. I don't care about if your you personal believe, beliefs. Put yeah. a man on the moon. What was the Adam? Other? Come Crush. on, you stomped all over that joke. Oh, I did. What? I was thinking of a song and I stopped listening. <laughs> Said he was losing his religion. Uh huh. Yep, yeah. I got okay, it. I got you now. I, I got it. it. It was just too late. Too late for my <laughs> slow brain. <laughs> So I just went into REM sleep. and. So what you're saying is I should actually do a uh, name that tune quiz show between you and Dave tonight? Oh, it'd be nope. interesting tonight because I'm slow thinking too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't have any. Dave instantly knows every song and says I beat like the first, him into my trap. The first, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. Freaking tunnel spider here. Okay. So, so who put the story in here and explain I, I me did. what's going on? I did. I thought this was interesting because what they're talking about, they, they've done some studies at the University of Kentucky, analyzed not a huge sample size, about 55 people uh, who have had a brush Isn't with Isn't that the death. population of Kentucky? <laughs> I doubt it. Oh, okay. Uh, those hills are full of people. but <laughs> <laughs> Full I of see, listeners who we appreciate. I see, yeah, I see it in the movies. Do they have eyes? Yes. <laughs> yes. Sweet. That's what I meant, yeah. And, no, but what they're saying is... Uh, they Just drove they, through there, actually. Good fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. I've never been that way. I, I should get out there one day. But no, they they uh, analyzed these people who have had a brush with death and had these near death experiences, and so they kind of you know talked about what that was like—that feeling of being detached from your body, or the you know the bright light, or different things like that. And in their studies, they analyzed another group of the same amount of people, fifty-five, who nearly died but had no sense of. Uh, near-death experiences or anything else. And what they discovered is that those near-death experiences seem to be more closely tied to something called REM intrusion. So your your REM sleep patterns, but the, the intrusion is... To quote this article here, it says, a condition makes it harder for the sufferers to differentiate between the state of sleep and wakeful consciousness. So how this is described, and, and this was fascinating to me, is that if you've ever had those times where you're laying down in bed and just as you're falling asleep, like you'll hear a noise and it'll wake you up, but no one else hears it, or you'll feel something, you know, movement or, you know, sudden weakness in your legs. And Adam, you talked about, you know, waking up, not being able to move, like yeah, sleep, sleep paralysis. paralysis. You know, a lot of those kinds of things, they, they are classified as REM intrusion. It's basically waking yeah. up before your body's awake, essentially. Before you go, and go. The, yeah, and, and these things are happening that your brain is still kind of in that dream state 
that, that deep sleep dream state, but your body's awake. And so you're starting to feel and hear these things that aren't really there essentially. And so what they're saying is that in the study, even though it's not a hundred percent conclusive, but more than half, uh, just over half of the people who had those near death experiences also experience that same REM intrusion when they sleep. And I, I thought this was interesting because this is something that happens to me all the time when I fall asleep. I'll be laying in bed, be just about out, and I'll hear a weird noise or, you know, like a, a ding or, you know, just different. It's not always the same noise. Your just, cell phone, you just got a message. Well, it, says, it says over only just over half of the people who had a near-death experience also had, had also experienced REM right. intrusion. So that means... Right, but twenty four people. Yeah, it's it's not a conclusive study, but it, it kind of when when I started thinking about this, it made a lot of sense. Where in a near death experience, if your body is still kind of awake, but your mind is, you know, via whether it be something like a you know massive heart attack, car accident, or even situations where you've been put under. Um, oh, I lost the word now like anesthesia or something like that where your mind is kind of out of it entering that that deep you know kind of sleep phase so to speak your body's still slightly awake and there's that disconnect you know where you can kind of both things are happening at once and it gets a little confusing on the old noggin i, I imagine and it, it, i thought it was interesting though because a lot of the the things they talk about with this rem intrusion are things that i i notice and, and have happened fairly regularly Interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's I mean, it's hard to say because I know they're kind of throwing things out there and it. what's going on in a person's brain upon death. I mean, how do you right. measure that and get that exact time thing? I personally, right. I'm, I believe in the afterlife myself. So I'm like, yeah, NDEs, it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, I do find like the sleep paralysis and, the, and the, the state of how the brain operates with, with REM sleep is extremely fascinating. And could that yeah. have something to do with when you get near, you know, if there's not enough oxygen or I mean, who knows, that's pretty crazy. The, the wiring just starts firing like crazy. I mean, in th- the wiring is, f- is firing and this whole topic's tiring. This I, is I like eight a cake song or something. You're <laughs> Reluctantly the distance. crouched. And even when Adam's sitting, he's perspiring. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's... When it, when My it two comes. co-hosts conspiring. <laughs> that was a little Christopher Walken. Um, it <laughs> My sounded two that way. are conspiring. <laughs> no, but what uh, the other thing I wanted to say about this because, like you said, the what happens in the mind and there's so much going on there that we don't even know about yet. And science is still, you know, they're obviously studying everything they can about the way the human brain works. And it's really fascinating when you look at it because I just was reading an article about um, creativity and in creative people. They've been measuring them. In um, what is what's the brain scan like MRIs? Yeah, magnetic MR- resonance imaging. Yeah, so they're they're watching their brain, and so they have people when they're they're doing a task like um, you know they're doing their accounting work or they're making their to do list, and only certain parts of your brain fire at certain times. You know, the fight or flight you know instinct is in one part of the brain, and all of this. But when people are engaged in a creative activity, they're saying that their brains are actually the entire brain is lighting up like crazy. And so it's it's kind of a weird gateway into that that you know part of what's really happening with the mind. But there's also so much stuff that I mean, people will look at it and call, you know, say it's pretty far fetched, say it's not possible, you know, whatever. 
but I, I know my would be my great aunt, my dad's aunt. She, I've heard these stories since I was a little kid and they still may, I mean, she's been deceased now for many years, but they maintain it was the real deal where she used to be able to sit and meditate. Basically, she'd just sit down in a chair quietly and travel outside of her body. And she I apparently used to do this all the time. And as proof, basically her one son was over in Vietnam and she went over multiple times to check on him. And when he got back, she said, Oh, I'm so glad you're back. You know, I saw the, you know, hard stuff. And he assumed she was talking about news reports and whatever else, but she started describing in detail situations he had been in that no one other than someone that was there could have known. And mm. so kind of a interesting thing. And, you know, it's, it was my grandpa's sister. So we're talking, you know, two generations older than me, but they still, those stories haven't changed over all those years and they still maintain it was real. And I guess she, you know, when I talked to my dad about it, he said she only stopped doing it because the, the last time she did it, she kind of left her body and was just traveling. I don't know, you know, how it worked, but she was out there and all of a sudden she got to a point further than she had ever been. And she felt like she, if she went any further, she might not be able to get back. And <laughs> it was like the way you hear people talk about going to the white light or, you know, in these near death experiences. And it kind of makes you wonder like the, the power of the human mind, they say how much we only use a small, small percentage of what's there. Well, I don't. I use it all. <laughs> I use <laughs> less than the average. It, it would well, seem, I think there's but... so much more to, you know, what we can, you know, we're talking, now we're getting into like metaphysical. Well, sure. Crazy sure. stuff. I think there's more than, you know, what we see with our yeah. five-ish senses. That's, yeah. that's wild. I have 25 senses. That's, that's a pretty incredible story. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it when I, I my grandpa's 92, 93, 92, somewhere in there. And, you know, usually it's, it happens around deer season because it's my, my grandpa, my dad's side of the family, we'll all, we all hunt. And so we'll, we'll get together at the shack and everyone's sitting around in the morning or afternoon having their coffee after we get in and talking about, no, talking (laughs) about these old stories and stuff. Hey, that's where it's at. <laughs> I no, sound like the guy from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and those those stories will come up every now and then. I love hearing them because they never change. Wow. That's what's fascinating to me is there's, you know, usually when you hear the other stories of, oh, remember that time we were back here hunting? And they, they all, since I was a kid, have evolved quite a bit to, you know, be bigger deer and more dramatic and all this stuff. And Sure. But these stories don't. They they are absolutely. It's like someone put a record player on, and you know, which kind of leads me to believe that at least what they believe is true. Mm-hmm. You know, I I didn't experience it myself, so I can't speak for that. But you know, it, it, I, I like to think it is because you know they they everyone is so consistent on on what happened, and it's it's pretty fascinating. So it's okay. it's definitely a side of things that really gets my curiosity going. Right. Well, I can't disagree with that. That's that is fascinating. I'd like to hear more about that sometime. That's very cool. <laughs> I just I just stumbled across this today, and I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, so you added, okay, buddy? Yeah, I, I was. I add, that's why I wasn't feeling well. <laughs> but I, I added this in last minute because I thought some of these were pretty cool. On the on the Google blog, they had an article put out by a bunch of the people that actually are behind making most of your favorite Google apps, whether it be, and functions, I should say, whether it be the search features, the maps, YouTube, Gmail, Google Drive, 
and then some specific stuff for Android and Google Play, Google Chrome. And they, they came out with a list of um, kind of lesser known but very cool features in there. Things like, um, you know, in the search bar, some people may use this or anything else, but you can search for the word watch in, in uh, parentheses uh, or brackets followed by the title. It'll tell you everywhere you can stream any show or film. Um, if you love cover versions of songs, you can type in your favorite song and then tap a button that says other recordings. It'll give you a list of all of the other versions of that song out there. So some really cool things in here. Um, YouTube lets you, I didn't know you could do this. You can speed up or slow down the playback of a video. Yeah. I, I did not know that. I thought about that the other day. Cause it's like, oh, sometimes with YouTube videos, I want to get the information, but I don't have time to watch it. And <laughs> I, I want wish the I information really <laughs> slow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Usually it's, yeah, I, I, I don't have time, so I want to speed it up, but sometimes I just have a lot of time to kill and I really like that video. <laughs> so I'll do that, but <laughs> oh, you you can also there's shortcuts when you're watching videos. Like if you hit the number two while you're watching the video, it'll take you to the twenty percent <laughs> yeah, mark. That's almost Jason does. <laughs> yeah, while he's in the shower making <laughs> videos of himself. No, um, but like, no, you hit the you, P button to go to <laughs> pan down. Oh no, no, no. We'll we'll get to that in a minute, so people know what we're talking about. But um, well, everybody's seen it; it's trending on YouTube. Yeah, right. No, but I mean, I didn't know you could do this either. Shortcuts for skipping ahead. Like I said, you hit the the number two or the number six, and it'll hit you. You know, bring you to like the twenty percent mark or sixty percent mark in the video. Hitting zero will restart it. A lot of very cool stuff in this list. You know, for all these favorite apps, and there's not a ton here. Kind of three or four for each each of the different services, but it's definitely worth giving a look to it because some of the stuff could be pretty useful actually. No kidding. Yeah, this is actually a really good article. Will this oh. help you, though, if you have an iPhone? <laughs> well, if you're using the Gmail app, if you're using the YouTube app, sure. Yeah. Yeah, see? I see like this list. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I know people are pretty angry about the new Gmail um, layout and everything else, but you can do things like making to-do list within the task panel of Gmail by just dragging and dropping things into there. Um, you know, settings for uh, taking back. Like uh, if you send an email and we're like, shoot, I just had a bunch of, you know, I, I replied all instead of to one person or something like that. I had a bunch of typos. You can you can set it up so that you've got a five to 30 second window where you can take it back so people don't see it. I guess, and well, that, what that really does is it it delays the actual sending for up to that period of time. The, the same thing happens like Microsoft Outlook, right? You can set up, and it's really meant for the uh, oh crap, I just sent it to the wrong. Oh, yeah. Okay, undo. Now, can you set that up for like a five to ten hour mark? You know, because sometimes <laughs> when Adam has like two or three tall boys, he you know sends stuff off to his bosses he probably shouldn't. And but he needs to sleep it off and then you know be coherent enough to delete them later. No, 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 I just let them simmer. I'm like, that's what I really think. <laughs> <laughs> or back at the, say, say we had this technology back in high school, and Adam's like, oh, I really want to send this to this girl that I like. And later, he's like, Oh my god, <laughs> my voice goes up it. 10 octaves. And- <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you were a pre uh, 
pubescent oh, <laughs> um, young lad, and uh, you had a high uh, voice. Oh, okay. That's well, not true at all. <laughs> here, here's another cool one. Uh, Google Drive, something we use all the time. Um, you can, any of the images and PDFs that you upload, Google Drive will, will make the text within all of those completely searchable. So if you, you know, they say try it out by searching for a phrase that you know is inside of a picture or PDF that you've uploaded, and um, it, it'll help you find so it. So a picture the, of the McDonald's sign, you just type McDonald's and it'll pull it up? Apparently. Yep. They wow. say it's especially helpful if you can't remember your file name. It's got, not the McDonald's sign, it's got to have the word. Like, yeah, so, yeah. So if you had a picture of a McDonald's building and the word McDonald's was somewhere written in the photo you know like the sign had the full name spelled out or an advertisement something like that it's not going to just look at brand logos and know exactly although no, the google has some, to do that yeah google does have some pretty advanced ai stuff in their photos app that lets you search kind of a, like facial recognition but different it, it's for other it, well it's, it's, it's exactly not for like facial recognition but it's different I, I mean it's it is because it's not necessarily letting you search just for faces it'll it'll find other similar things pectorals sure. biceps yeah hands yeah so I, I don't know uh, I thought it was a very cool article this is one definitely listeners if you're yeah. if you use any any of the Google apps I mean especially YouTube or maps I mean you can do a ton of different stuff. They've got a feature in Google Maps where if you open the map when you park, like say you're at the Mall of America, you know, and can't remember exactly where you park, right when you get out of the car, um, there's a, a certain button you can press on there and you can set it as a parking location. So when you come back, you'll be able to walk right to it if you can't remember. Is it the like power that. button? No, it's uh, it says a blue dot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't but, need that though. I just I, I carry like uh, thousands of miles of string, and I just tie it to my door handle and I walk into the Mall just, of America. It's interesting. I've been using breadcrumbs for years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hit or miss, yeah, especially yeah. if you're going shopping for vacuums. This is a great article though. So guys, definitely check that out. Um, I, I kind of want to ask about this next article that's in the show notes. Too much Star Wars. And will the X-Men finally be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah. All right. Well, it says there's two questions. The first one, Jason says yes. And the second one, Jason says, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's time for a geek off. Very good. <laughs> no, I, no so I, tackle the first one with Star Wars. Too much Star Wars. Yeah, what what do you think? Have you even seen Hello, all the my Star name's Wars? Disney. We need to have at least three movies every single year. We're gonna license out for twenty five different commercials every month to have some Star Wars stuff in it. We're gonna then get Star Wars in every McDonald's, every Burger King, every uh, JC Penny. You know what? We're also we're gonna do. We're gonna talk to the U.S. government see if we could put uh, Bobo Fett on the fifty dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> can we start? I don't ever, can we actually start a campaign to get that to happen? Right. I want to see Boba Fett on a fifty. Put job. Who's on, on the fifty currently? Grant. Uh, I think so. Yeah. 
Hugh? I should I should know <laughs> you Grant. I should know this working in a financial institution. Yeah, yeah you should. This, Grant. I don't. And I should know it too because I count money every freaking day. No, I, I don't. You know what you guys made me have to do? I got to Photoshop freaking Boba Fett onto a dollar fifty. <laughs> Put a stormtrooper on a one. <laughs> 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 they're kind of, they're like the pawns in the chessboard. It's Star you have Wars them dwellers. Yeah. Hey, they do have uh, Star Wars chessboards, uh, so they probably do have uh, the stormtroopers as the pawns, right? Maybe. And then Darth Vader would definitely be the king. Who's the queen? <laughs> no, seriously, who would be the queen of For a Star Wars side? chessboard? Huh? Well, it depends. Probably Leia on the on the good side. On yeah. The light. yeah, I'm talking about dark side, dude. We're stormtroopers. You know, Darth Vader. Keep up. I would. I would probably. <laughs> Is that the one where Captain Kirk would show up? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, Ooh, up. Star Trek joins the MCU. No. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you, I mean, Do you really think sense. though too much? I mean, as as much as we've been joking with it, too much Star Wars for you? Uh, well, you know, not just for me. I mean, when you see, okay. If we were back and we were our 17-year-old selves again, and we heard that there was a Han Solo movie coming out, that would be our life. We would live to see that movie. We would live to own that movie. We would talk about that movie uh, ad nauseum, right? Mm -hmm. 2017, uh, 18, when was it? Was it 18? Yeah. 2018, a Han Solo movie comes out. Nobody cares anymore because Disney has made what a dozen movies since they uh, bought the license. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm lying about the dozen movies, yeah, but you know what say. I mean. What There's just too much. Four? We had we had our first three movies. What was it? 77, 78, 80, and then 82, something like that. And then we go 20 something years without another one. But here yeah, we're getting yeah. three movies a year. It, it well, you're getting wild, you're getting one a year is what they were doing. But Bob, Iger, you're getting a is, main storyline one and then two offshoot movies every year. What what okay, two? Uh, you're making stuff up because we had Rogue One so and Han you Solo for Rogue Threes. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, we we only had uh, episode what six? No, seven. Right, that was the first new one. Seven, yeah, seven, seven, was the seven eight, and nine is the one coming out. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. and so and Rogue One episode seven came out solo. The following year, Rogue One came out. I think wasn't and it? Attack of the Ewoks, and then the following year was episode <laughs> eight, and then the following year, yep, yep, was Solo, and now there's nothing this year for Star Wars. Well, yes, Solo was earlier this year, but yeah. but the next the next episode nine isn't until next year in 2019. Can't we at least have a two-year hiatus to build up some, uh, you know, enthusiasm? Well, yeah, I, I th- and that's what it looks like they're going to do because in the article we have linked up with the Hollywood Reporter, um, they talked with CEO Bob Iger from from Disney, and this is older news. This came out a little while back, but you know we've kind of been sitting on this and, and wanted to talk about it properly. But he did he did admit that you know it was his call, and he thinks they put out. Um, too many, too many, too fast. Not not necessarily. And when you read his his comments in the article, it's not necessarily that there was too many of them, just that they were too fast. He, you know, they they kind of yeah. rushed things out. Because I don't think when you look at it, there's been four movies in the last four or five years. <laughs> 
Uh, can I just can I just point out how much of a hypocrite I am? Yep. Uh, because Please I say do. that about Star Wars, but then I'm also going more MCU, more MCU. Yeah, I want right? one every month. Come on. Well, and look at that. Look at the <laughs> pace we're on there. You know what? What have we had this year? Infinity War. We had Ant Man and the Wasp. We had. Was that the only two Marvel movies this year? No, Dead. Deadpool well, Deadpool's too. Fox. Technically. Oh, is it okay? Uh, how about uh, the um, the uh, Black Panther? Black Panther was that? Yeah, that was February. So you had three of those this year. It pro- uh, probably more. Come on, think about it. It's got to be some. That might have been all of them this year because uh, okay. I think right at the end of the year last year was uh, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok was in like November December. Okay. But yeah, I mean, so we are getting a ton of MCU stuff. Yep. And, I think uh, it's a fact. And not the, even just MCU. Let's just say Marvel all around because I mm-hmm. want to throw Deadpool in there. Yep, you've We're got Deadpool. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. And yeah. I, I, I want more. Yeah. So maybe I'm <laughs> just tired Marvel, of Star Marvel. Wars. Marvel. Well, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. <laughs> oh my God, he hit me in the nose. Ah! <laughs> I, I think that's the... I think that's. I don't the think case. Adam gets that. <laughs> that that was it. her getting hit with the football, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Oh, somebody knows something about the foosball. <laughs> the foos- no, it was the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I- <laughs> she got hit with a football. Never mind. Okay, I thought you were throwing a little bit of Water Boy in there. <laughs> don't play none of that foosball, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> it's a devil. Mama said football is a devil. Um, it's high quality H two O. No, I, I, that might be the case <laughs> we, though. We I got to do a super review of that movie. Come on, now. that's a great movie. <laughs> we should. We're gonna have to start doing more. We super got too reviews. many. Uh, we got too many listeners throwing us movies. Now we, we got Howard the freaking duck. I know. I seriously, love it. dudes. Listeners. Keep, oh, I hated keep... that movie. With <laughs> every single movie that I think sucks. Totally, one hundred percent. I go as a Howard the Duck movie, and now somebody wants us to watch it. I think I'm I'm all in. I, I say, listeners, keep them coming because I love the fact that we're gonna we've got some movies coming up that have the potential for us to totally crap all over them. But it, it's something a little different than just like, yeah, hey, it was pretty good. We'll give it a three, four. We'll serve it up, you know. And, oh, Howard the Duck's a negative six. Oh, I don't know. I remember enjoying it as a kid, whether it'll stand oh, up come to time. On. I did. Granted, I'm older than you. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was older, but man, yeah, I can't I was, believe anybody enjoying that. I was movie. young well, when my I kids. saw that. I don't yeah. Know. But I was no, I'm like 36, I, man. Going back, <laughs> to st- going back to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> is it is so it the young. case where Star Wars maybe I mean their fan bases are very different you know the MCU versus Star Wars in a lot of ways but is it possible that Star Wars be, it just requires more of you as a viewer? You know what I don't think so. I, I'm going to throw out my idea. This is what I think it is. Star Wars was an event. It was a phenomenon when it first came out. Episodes four, five, and six. It was so long before there was another movie in the series that it was watched hundreds of times by some people. I, I remember hearing, you know, the stories on the news and stuff. Well, this guy has watched it three hundred times, et cetera. Right. This it, it, it was a um, it was uh, the word I used. It was a phenomenon. It was it was something that was very special. And was held near and dear to the the young at that time that are now adults mm-hmm. and. No movie in the series has been able to relive that. I mean, we got episode one, which 
we got episode two, which was, you know, it was okay. Didn't mind it. And episode three, I thought was pretty cool. Um, but they just never were at the level. Nobody that had seen the originals as a kid could even come close to saying, yeah, these next three were uh, right on par with those ones. <laughs> no absolute way. And then we get, you know, episode seven, episode eight, we get uh, the Rogue One, we get the Han Solo. And taking an iconic character like Han Solo that, again, these people that see Harrison Ford as Han Solo, yep. that loved those original three movies with Harrison Ford as Han Solo, and then you get this new movie, and it was like a travesty to to the memory of that original Han Solo character played by Harrison Ford. False. I well, believe that's. The I wouldn't say it's why. a travesty to the memory, but I, no. I I will say even though I liked it, I mean, and I really actually thought it was very good. Uh, it was not necessary. Well, does that I, does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, they didn't have to make it, but I think no. I think when we look at it, though, what Jason said is very true. Where I think that's he where Star Wars things. Well, he did because <laughs> when you talk about Star Wars compared to the MCU, we didn't grow up seeing our our favorite comic book heroes on the big screen like this. You know, you got right. a crappy Spider Man in three, two, one Electra Company or whatever. You know, you, you saw some of that. <laughs> you, Crappy. You, you had the the old Incredible Hulk TV series, which at the time was amazing, but it's not like what we're doing now that, that we're seeing on the big screen. But we all remember there's that nostalgia factor. And think about if the timing was different. Let's say they put out Rogue One sometime, you know, within five years after or three years after Jedi comes out. And they say say this timeline had all been kind of compressed where instead of waiting 20 years to get episode one, two, and three, you know, and, and kind of get the prequels to the original trilogy we all know and love, let's say they went out and said, all right, now we're going to jump back in time. Let's work backwards a little bit. And here's what happened. You know, here's that. It, let's say they went from Jedi and then they moved you maybe, a, you know, two years or whatever, three years after that, came out with episodes one, two, and three, and 3.5 being Rogue One to bridge that story gap, and then went on to do seven, eight, you know, solo, all of those. I don't think it, it plays bad at all. I think people are loving it and eating it up. I think the problem is that so many people now, they can't get past that original trilogy to just enjoy the uh, new stories in the star Wars universe, you know, possibly I, yeah. I think we're, you know, I myself, like, like you said, Adam, I, I absolutely loved solo. I don't think it was critical. I don't think it was something where, okay, this franchise was always missing this, but I also have to say that how many people want to see and, and how many years have we heard about it? They want to see a Boba Fett movie. You know, we were talking about him on a $50 bill. I, I know tons of people personally that would stand in line for that. They've wanted to see that in, in adventures of that character for ages. And he was really just a throwaway character. And, and he got made into a, an icon, you know, one of the cultural icons there. But there's a lot of people that want to see a lot of these different stories in the universe. But so much of that fan base also feels like, well, if it's not Luke Skywalker, I don't want any part of it, you know. 
if it's not my original Star Wars, I don't need to be a part of this. This is bad, you know. And so I, I think it's it's kind of tough, but I'm excited to see where Disney's taking it because they've got a lot of cool things planned to and it's really going to expand that universe and that's what we're seeing is with with 7, 8 and upcoming 9, they're transitioning away from all of our nostalgic characters and giving us a way to do that where it's tied together enough we're we're getting to give that final send off to those characters that we grew up with but move into some new story territory start doing some new things i myself am all for it are they coming out fast well sure space them out a little bit let things happen a mix i mean john favreau's got his live action um, series coming out and you know different things like that space it out between the the tv series and uh, the movies, and, and if you go every other year with a new Star Wars movie, that's just fine, I think. All right. Well, here I think is probably one of the reasons why Rogue One, and I'm, let me let me hear, let me check uh, Solo real fast. Hold on. Because I'm, I'm going with a theory here. This guy's got theories. I got, I got, I got me some theories. Yes, I don't know exactly. if you guys have a chance to see his show notes or not. But. Both Rogue, yes, I did. Both Rogue One and Solo were 100% had nothing to do uh, story-wise, written-wise, by George Lucas. They were just based on characters he created, mm-hmm. but they, they were both written by different people. Where I th- I think that's, that's probably one of the reasons it, it probably didn't feel 100% authentic. What do you I, guys think? I don't know though, because I I honestly felt like Solo felt like a, a traditional Star Wars movie to me. Did you see Solo yet, Jason? No, I have not. You should. I haven't seen Rogue One either. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I don't so- have time to watch movies. <laughs> I got kids. I got time to watch fifty video series. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> no, Solo to me, it felt like one of the most traditional Star Wars stories you could get. I mean, I, I absolutely thought it was fantastic, and I think it just got an unfortunate turn to you know sleight of hand or, or hand it got dealt, I guess you'd say, because the internet decided they didn't like it before they even saw it, and then just trashed it. And, you know, no one, people were rating it and, and just trash talking and telling everyone how terrible it was. So a lot of people just didn't go. And maybe it came out too soon after the last uh, episode, what, eight? And that, that could be part of it too. But it was a fantastic movie and, and really well done. Okay, so I just checked. Episodes one through three were all written by George Lucas. Episode seven was not. Right. Um, well, he so sold them, the so last, he's not doing anything with them anymore. Yeah, so the last one he actually wrote was episode three. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think Lucas being involved at all at this point had, does anything to, to hinder the series. I really, mean, Wheel of Time, boy? Look at the last, yeah, look <laughs> at the last ones he, look at the last ones he had a hand in that everyone craps all over the phantom menace and yeah. that was that was george lucas right there that's where he was going with that franchise i think okay i think the we phantom... should probably watch howard the duck and take okay. another strong look at well it. i was gonna say the <laughs> yeah. phantom of the menace had to have been written while he was high oh well you, you would the not create a did character you say the like... phantom of the menace yeah, he did yes no, phantom, the phantom of the menace, menace. phantom of the opera <laughs> <laughs> the phantom 
Phantom of the Menace is that me first on the Gimme Gimme's? <laughs> yeah, you remember I used that to band? Love them, dude. They're great. Yeah, I can't remember any of their songs, but I used to like them. <laughs> nice. And I'm gonna raise a couple of actors. What the hell? Why did you do that? <laughs> all right. So, but the MCU, yeah. you can make all you want, and I will keep watching. So, Crunch all you want. I, it just might be maybe I'm just more into the the superhero movies than I am with the Star Wars. Even though I enjoyed the first, uh, okay, the the first the original three episodes four, five, and six so much. But I still think uh, just about any MCU stuff I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I'm really going to like the X-Men being in the MCU. I think that's going to be pretty dang cool. Yeah. If it, that I, rumor holds true. Well, it, it will eventually happen. And, uh, you know, if, if you're online, you can see all kinds of crazy theories about how this happens, how it can tie into Avengers 4 if oh, they really I- want to. Sorry, I, I just got to jump in here real fast because when Adam said, did you go see the show notes? I thought he was talking about the picture of me and Adam on a roller coaster. Uh, but no, he, he was talking about he has already Photoshopped Bobo Fett on a $50 bill. Right. That's sweet. That is our... <laughs> Dave, make sure you copy that. That is show art. I I don't know if we can use that. Yeah, I don't know if we would want to put... Yes. Because I uh, Just change you know, it where it says the United States of America, the United States of Digital Soup... And, and then make uh, Bubble Fett's helmet pink with Hello Kitty on it, and we're good to go, man. We're golden. Yeah. No, we'll pass. <laughs> but no. no, what what one of the popular theories I read about bringing the X Men in, we wouldn't see it happen in Avengers Four. Yes, this the they're gonna you know this unsnap. Well, and all of a sudden they're there. Well, what <laughs> they're what they're talking about is that, um, and this could be spoilers if you haven't seen Infinity War, so cautious there oh my gosh i'm the i I was the last holdout me and adam were the last holdouts everybody else has seen it now i know but just on the off chance what they're saying is that what could happen is while the avengers are working to figure out how to undo the snap um a team of scientists could be researching this cosmic energy and heading out to space to research all this stuff because the snap has happened they're trying to figure out how that happened where everyone went and when the Avengers unsnap the snap that happened, it kicks them out of this cosmic realm. They get blasted with radiation, sends them back to Earth, and they become the Fantastic Four. That's your scientist piloted, you know, everything else that mm-hmm. ties together. Um, so many now, other the characters. original Fantastic Four or the reboot Fantastic. Well, Four? it'll be its own thing. They're they're gonna pretend those a re reboot. Yeah, all pre- new characters. Basically, they'll pretend <laughs> those re-reboot. movies never existed. The other one was interesting with the X Men, where they talk about how there's there's you know possibly <laughs> a few. Why don't they just do this? Yeah, and I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dave. No, I just think it would be great if. The the snap accidentally merged all these different realities together. So you get Tobey Maguire Spider Man, you get <laughs> Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Um, somehow Batman shows up, and he's so like, you want all the of full, them, Clooney and everybody. You yeah. want the full Spider Man stories with Miles Morales, <laughs> Spider Man, yeah. Spider Man, Parker. Oh, but unfortunately, you, we would not be able to get um, what's his name's Joker though. He's dead. Heath Ledger. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, I. But that's also DC. 
Um, so it oh, never mind. <laughs> wouldn't happen anyways. <laughs> well, he mentions Batman, so I was just going with it. Yeah, yeah, right, he just shows yeah. up. But I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see how they bring him into the fold. And you know, the the internet. We we kind of talked about it in our Discord chat the other day briefly, where you guys had watched the new trailer for Dark Phoenix. And yep. kind of said it didn't look that great. Now it's been pushed I back. I thought it again. was okay. Yeah, yeah, it might be okay, but it's gotten pushed back again. And I think a lot of the reason that's getting pushed back is because they're trying to figure out how to bring them into the the MCU. MCU. And well, New Mutants. What, what's the latest we've heard on that? I want to mm, see that. that. I don't know. It's been pushed back again Dang. and again and again. A horror so, movie uh, MCU would be awesome. Right. You know, they, they they did ask um, in this article, they asked him about if, you know, if Deadpool could become an Avenger, uh, an Avenger, I should say. And I, I don't think we'll ever see that full on. Because August 2nd, 2019 for New Mutants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if that ever happens either. Because, you know, you got to think of it. New Mutants, MCU was putting it out because they didn't have rights to the mutants they wanted. They couldn't use Wolverine or they couldn't use Professor X. Now they've got those rights and they get to figure out how to make this all play. Well, they can't throw this movie away, though. Come on, just still give it to us. Yeah, and they might, and, and that's what it looks like with Dark Phoenix. What might happen is they may put it out there as Fox's closure to their X-Men franchise, basically. And then everything will turn over and the X-Men will be started all over, reintroduced, everything will change into the MCU, however they bring it in. I mean, we've seen the Captain Marvel trailer and the, the Skrulls that are you know here on Earth who are impersonating people, like we talked about an episode or two ago, and... That's another very popular theory as to how they could kind of bring all of this in where, you know, when they get to this this big battle and in everything else, something major happens and, you know, creates mutants and unlocks that gene in people or, you know, who knows what. But, I mean, it, it's it's going to be very, very interesting, I think, to see once Avengers 4 comes out. After that, they've got movies on the slate. They're not saying really what. The only one we know for sure is Spider-Man: Far From Home, and that's gonna that's gonna come out right after Infinity War, or not Infinity War, but Avengers Four. And so you know, you're, you're gonna get that in like May, I think, and then June or July is gonna be Spider-Man Two. Man, I can't wait uh, to see this uh, New Mutants. Mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Heaton plays uh, Sam Guthrie, and uh, I think he's gonna be like a huge hit at pool parties. <laughs> I'm missing that white reference. Me too. I'm just checking. All right. Well, Sam Guthrie it. is his character's name, uh -huh. but his mutant name is Cannonball. Oh. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> a little, oh. little slow. Little that was slow. a stretch. I had to go a lot of ways for that. But interesting uh, little notes here on the Internet Movie Database where they're listing the cast of New Mutants. Antonio Banderas. Say it for me, Adam. Antonio Banderas. He is in this movie, but his character slot is blank. So he's in the movie, but either they don't want us to know who he is or they <laughs> don't know an, who they want. He's an extra. Maybe he's the invisible man. Well, that oh, happened in, that happened in Deadpool 2. Was there was a big name who was a cameo played that in, remember the invisible guy on, on the X-Force team? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and then you <laughs> the see him just briefly as he gets murdered somehow. And I can't remember who it was, but it was a really big name actor that did that 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 role. Man, 
Demon. No, I mean, what what do you guys Good. think? I mean, I, I've been rambling on about about X Men and and the Fantastic Four. What with with this merger now happening, and as we go past, you know, Avengers Four, we're waiting to see what happens there. But what are some of the characters you guys would love to see that we we haven't had a good version of yet, or you'd oh, like man, to see a new you're... version of? I don't know. It has nothing to do with the. Does it have to be MCU, or are you just talking about superheroes in general? Well, you can, we can just do superheroes in general. I mean, the the question. You know what was I would MCU, love to yeah. see a reboot of? No. The Greatest American Hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they need to do a reboot of that, man. There's so much they could do with that. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I there, there's so many good characters that would have fun, you know, fun story arcs. Wolverine played by Michael Sarah. Oh, gosh. Michael, oh, my God, you're dead to me. <laughs> hey, um, I'm just going to get my claws out quick. Is that all right? Uh, like snicked and <laughs> <snicked in> stuff. <laughs> Uh, my body self heals, so there's that. Did you uh, guys check out that Wolverine podcast? I I told you to check. No, out? not yet. No, I did. What's the name of it? It's Wolverine: The Long Night, I believe. This thing okay. is fantastic. Now, you guys, if you subscribe to Stitcher Premium, now this isn't an ad for them. We're not affiliated at all. But um, if you subscribe to Stitcher Premium, you can binge listen to the whole thing. It's all released out there. Binge. Um, if you don't. You have to wait for a new episode every single week, which is frustrating, but it is so good. I think they're uh, five, four episodes in now, plus the intro, and each one's about a half hour long, but oh my gosh, is it good. It Mm -hmm. is. If you like the character of Wolverine, and if you've ever enjoyed like audio dramas, it's so good. I mean, there's full sound effects. and How many episodes have they had so far? I think four. Okay, that's not I don't know how many, so it's not real far. Because if in. it's going to be like 200, ugh. Oh, no, no. It, I, I think the whole arc is only going to be probably 10 to 15, I would guess, you know, something okay. like that. It's 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 going to be just one story, and then they'll go on to something else, I'm sure, because it's it's just this story is what they're what the podcast is. So, gotcha. All right, well, I do have an answer for you here, Dave. Yeah. Uh, for who in the Marvel Universe should uh, have a movie reboot, whatever. I would like to see She-Hulk and Spider-Woman. Yes. yes. Outfits. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. You don't know about She-Hulk? It's uh-uh. Banner's cousin. She's a, <laughs> she's a lawyer, and at least in one version of the comics, she gets her powers because she, I think she gets shot, and Bruce Banner is there. And uh, at the hospital with her, and she needs a blood transfusion, but he's the only match. And to save her life, he does the transfusion and ultimately transfers Hulk powers to her. Um, She doesn't get quite as raged out, you know, crazy, like when Hulk, you know, just gets in Hulk smash mode. But she gets, Mm -hmm. like, all the strength and everything else. And she actually has a new run right out in the comics right now. I've seen a little bit on online where something happens, she gets blasted with some kind of other energy that has actually made her crazy powerful, like way more powerful than the Hulk even. So it's a really interesting character. I think they could do a According lot of to cool Marvel.com, she's got super super strength. Yep. She can stop anyone or anything, even high flying vehicles. Yep. 
Agility and, and strength can help her get through a jam, including a traffic jam. Well, that's nice. And she <laughs> she remains She-Hulk as a high-powered lawyer. She still yes. stays green while she represents <laughs> people oh, that's dumb. in the court of law. In many, yeah, in most of the, most of the iterations it. there is. But she's super intelligent, too. Like, she she's just giant. I mean, she doesn't get as big as Hulk. Like, she doesn't get crazy 10 stories tall, you know, whatever Hulk still is. Still as powerful, though, probably. But, yeah. She just looks like the green gal from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. That Kirk with, was all over. With muscles. Yeah, maybe Kirk that's Kirk got Hulk. a little handsy with her. Yeah. She-Hulk, <laughs> that would be a fantastic story. Though. Okay. I got one, though. This is the one I want. I am not even joking here. I've never heard of this character before, but I'm looking at different Marvel characters. Brother Voodoo. Now, I could see this one coming here because, okay, check this out. This is who Brother Hoodoo is. A Haitian with a mastery of voodoo, drums spirit, and that his real identity, I guess, is Jericho Drum. Drum's spirit was magically bonded with that of his dead brother, Daniel, and together they have battled numerous supernatural forces. Most notably, a few years ago, Brother Voodoo took the title of Earth's Sorcerer Supreme for a short time when Doctor Strange felt he was no longer worthy of mm. the mantle. Hmm. The, look, at, look at how good Black Panther did. Now, this, this is... Uh, with the voodoo and Haitians and supernatural, and uh, I, I think this could do just as good as that movie did. It would fit in great if you bring Blade back into the fold. Was he had something to do with Blade too? Well, no, Blade is supernatural vampires. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but it, I've never heard of Brother similar. Voodoo. But it sounds like he is. Uh, he he had it um, uh, mixed with uh, Doctor Strange. You know, yep. they both they could tie it in that way. Yeah, yeah. so that's kind of cool. So, so many good ones. I, I'm going to choose a very obscure one that I didn't have a lot of comics growing up, but one of them I had was Rom. Yeah. The Space Knight. Do you remember Vague that one? only memory. Vaguely, yes. yep. So he was like a, yeah, some kind of Space Knight with some kind of really cool gun. That's all I remember. I just remember I know liking nothing the comic. about him. Uh, he's from Galador, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Galador. And his primary weapon is the Neutralizer, designed to banish dire wraiths to limbo. There you go. Yeah. Another supernatural-sounding dire wraith. That sounds like it's out of Lord of the Rings. It does. Wraith But he, he's like a robot-looking dude, so. Hmm. Very cool. Now, you're going to think I'm making this up, but there's actually a Marvel superhero called Captain Britain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I, I know you're not making that up. There's a there is a Captain Canada too. Oh jeez. <laughs> or he's man, be called Captain Canada, but he looks he's like super that. polite. Yeah, it's yeah. like Dudley Do Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> like Captain America isn't super polite. Watch your <laughs> he mouth. He is very polite. <laughs> yeah. Now here's uh, Captain Britain's a little bit different here. He's got super strength, invulnerability, and can fly. Yep. Cap mm. can't fly. No. He's part of the Claddiston Avengers group known as the Secret Avengers, yep. but has spent most of his time working for the British intelligence agency MI-13 mm. and as a leader of the superhero group Excalibur. Mm -hmm. Why does he sound more uh, awesome than Captain America? <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but the thing is... Dude, he can fly. <laughs> He's... Automatically know. better. Yeah, yes. flying better than Captain America. Except when he lands, he's like, hello. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Now, Would you I, like a spot of tea? What I'm what I'm getting here, and, and listeners, you know, Jason has always said, "Oh, I'm not the I don't read the comics. I've never been huge into them. I you know know some mm-hmm. of them, but in in a bit of Google searching as we've been talking, you've been pulling out some storylines and characters that are fantastic, and it, it's it's one of those things where I, I don't think people really realize just how many amazing stories are out there and all these crazy characters that are doing these awesome storyline things and that that world is wide open i mean you think there's so much opportunity and i honestly as much as i love the big names you know the wolverines and the spider-mans and you know all of that i'd be perfectly happy if they they started diverging a little and give us more of these characters that are maybe a little lesser known but have amazing story runs you know, that people just don't know about. That's why I love the Daredevil story, Yeah, you know, Daredevil characters so much. Ooh, I wonder if they'll bring Daredevil in the MCU. Well, I, I don't know. There's rumors that when, when season three comes yeah. out, yeah, yeah, he is. They're technically tied together, but they just haven't shown up. But there is rumors that when season three of Daredevil releases here in the end of this month, I think in October, if I'm not mistaken, um, they're going to be some clues as to how Daredevil might tie in with Avengers 4. Oh, man. I think he would love to see himself in uh, the MCU. Oh, my gosh. What time is it? <laughs> it's time for a geek off. All right. So, Dave, who is battling here? What characters are battling this week? Well, uh, B-Rabbit be- 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 and Papa Doc. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We we teased it last week, and by teased it, I mean we told so everyone you everyone from the three one three wave your mo- <laughs> We told you who was battling, and I'm gonna make you guys rematch. And I I just mainly because my brain is just foggy. I'm not thinking oh, straight. But the reason why is we have Jason's victory of a Spartan trapped in a potato sack that can summon anything from a hardware store against Adam's victory of a flaming marshmallow man riding a battle cat. That is battle number two in round two. So that's what we've got, guys. All right, who's assigned to what here? Why don't we make it interesting? Why don't you guys flip-flop? So, Adam, you had marshmallow man before. So, Mm -hmm. Jason, you are now the marshmallow man. Adam, you are a Spartan trapped in a potato sack. I can summon anything from a hardware store. Flip a coin, see who wants to go first, unless anyone of you have a preference. What do you think, Adam? Who wants to go first? Uh, go ahead, Jason. All right. So anyways, what we got here, we got this uh, marshmallow man. He's on fire. And if you've ever made uh, you know, marshmallows under a fire, that, that gets hot, man. It gets gooey. gets on your hands. It hurts. Even before you get the, you know, the chocolate and the graham crackers. Uh. You get it all over your hands. Kind of getting hungry. I know. <laughs> so let's see. How is this flaming marshmallow man? Well, we did uh, establish last time that this is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, the mm-hmm. size of a building. And he's riding a battle cat. Don't and he's riding that. a battle cat. So if he's riding a battle cat, that battle cat has to be freaking huge too. Mm-hmm. It can't be, you know, fitting between his uh, little toe and the next toe. So what is the next toe called next to the little toe? The the next bigger the, toe? The, the ring toe? <laughs> it's the metatarsal. Uh, uh, DiCaprio. Okay. Yeah. So 
So this battle cat is, you know, big enough to where the marshmallow man is on him. Now he is on fire and he is dripping his goo all over the battle cat too. But the battle cat don't effing care. It's like as he goes to attack that Spartan. Now that Spartan is trapped in a potato sack. It can't do nothing, man. Nothing at all. But you know what it can do? It can, you know, summon something from a hardware store. But this marshmallow man is like the size of, you know, eight. 80 hardware stores on top of each other because we've established it's at least 100 stories high. So this flaming marshmallow man just steps on the Spartan. The ooze just goes all over him inside the potato sack. It's on fire. It's flaming. It is melting the flesh right off of the Spartan. What's the Spartan going to do? Going to get an extinguisher from the hardware store? Well, that ain't going to do nothing. That gets a 100 story flaming marshmallow man. That might take, you know, just a, a little teeny bit off and then it's all empty, so he's not going to be able to do anything. So this guy is burning. He's got no skin. He's got no meat on his bone. He's freaking bones right now. So <laughs> I am done because there's nothing Adam can say to top this. Oh. Now tell them something they don't know about me, Mike <laughs> Drop. <laughs> Ward, I think you were a little hard on the beaver. So is Eddie Haskin, Miss Cleaver. So, okay, that, that, was a, that was a lovely fairy tale that you just wove uh, but I've got a tapestry of reality here, and that is that a Spartan warrior always has a shield even within the potato sack. And th- and he's going to su- summon a few different things from the hardware store. For starters, he's summoning hardware ace employee Carl to come release him from the potato sack. That's not going to be a problem at all. The other thing he's summoning, of course, is a hose which he has Carl then connect to the local I water. I think Carl's area. off that day anyway. So. No, no, no. Well, then it's, it's, it, he's, he, was, he was available. He was summoned. <laughs> so now our Spartan is released from the potato sack with the help of his sidekick, Carl, because he could summon anything, and that includes people. And, of course, he has this hose. And what do cats hate? They hate, get, they hate getting sprayed in the face. That's why you use water guns to, to deter cats. So as this flaming marshmallow man approaches... The, uh, the hose it comes in handy with the Spartan who then sprays the battle cat in the face who turns tail and runs, causing the marshmallow man to fall forward. Even though he's massive, the Spartan has been trained in agility and special fighting <laughs> tactics for a long time and is able to roll and get out from underneath the flaming marshmallow man. And anything that's residual, it's only going to burn him as much as a melted marshmallow would if you're you know cooking it on a campfire. And he's got his shield to help, you know, stave off some of that stuff. Marshmallow Man hits the ground and the uh, Spartan then decapitates him with his sword and then proceeds to just eat his head. Hmm. There is some big flaws in your theory. Though. Nope. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to do a counterpoint right now. Okay. So uh, this cat, to be able to be ridden by a 100-story Marshmallow Man has to be probably at least 50 stories itself. Any little hose you're going to spray water stories. at. 50 stories. 50 stories. Half the height. It's going to come up to the Marshmallow Man's waist. It's, it's a this. battle freaking cat. It's a battle cat, but it, how can the battle cat be bigger than, than even like the biggest big cat you could think of? If anything, it's acting like a roller skate. Okay, then explain to me how a marshmallow man can ride something that is so small. I don't make the rules. Maybe his foot melted enough it fit on top there. 
No, we're good. <laughs> False. We're going with my theory. It's a 50-story <laughs> okay, tall so battle cat. massive battle cat. Yes. Now, that water will do nothing to it. It will just like... <laughs> go. Well, fine. Then he summons a vacuum cleaner, turns that on, and this cat's like... Hey, uh-uh. this is my counterpoint. You can counter-counter the counterpoint. I just did. All right. He, so, summon, he summons seeds, grows cucumbers, and then scares a cat with a cucumber. <laughs> so <laughs> even if the battle cat was to run away and and this uh, giant flaming marshmallow would fall, being that it is 100 stories, there is no freaking way that this Spartan can roll out of the way because as this uh, marshmallow man falls, he's going to fall over 12 square blocks minimum because he is so massive and big. So how are you going to get away from that hot shot? <laughs> Just going to have to use a shield and block a lot of that. Hold on. Excuse me. <laughs> so long so to sneeze. Darn battle cats. <laughs> I'm allergic to these battle allergy. cats. Um, Actually, you're, logi- you're uh, uh, allergic to scents because you're making none. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sick bird. Little bee rabbit with a bird. Yeah. All Every right. time I come I, to a I've, battle of wits with Adam, he comes unarmed. <laughs> Look at him. It's pretty cocky. No oh, yeah. That's what my wife says. Uh, she's like, <laughs> you're, you're Your wife tells you you're pretty cocky. <laughs> you're real too cocky and you shouldn't be. Right. Well, I, I'm... All right. I, you, you, do you have any more comments? I'm, I'm done with my argument. All right. So I, I, I need to know... I could go on for another hour. I need to know a then. couple things. <laughs> when... When that Spartan summons Carl from the hardware store, what does that sound like? Carl! <laughs> and then what does he say? <laughs> we are Spartans! So, <laughs> Carl! So, let me out of the sack. <laughs> Give me the hose. All right. <laughs> so, Already came out of your sack once, Dad. Next thing. Oh, no. Next next topic, uh, not topic, but the next thing that I'm kind of bummed out that in both battles against this battle cat, no one has brought up, where's the giant laser pointer to just distract <laughs> oh. that cat and he'll go taking off running anywhere you want him to? That's a good point. And it's not a standard cat. It's a battle wow, cat. It's a giant laser pointer. There's no cat immune to a laser pointer. Or catnip. Oh, you just grab a uh, cucumber instead of run away. <laughs> <laughs> so last point, Jason, you asked what, what else he could do to get away from all that flaming marshmallow goo. Why not just summon a giant bottle of, like, goo gun? Oh, yeah. There is no such thing as a giant bottle of goo gun. This is a real hardware store, stuff's not a pretty, fictitious hardware store. Stuff's pretty powerful. I mean, a regular <laughs> yeah, size yeah, bottle would probably take care of it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think A little so. bit goes a long way. Yeah, I don't think I, so. I think, gosh, this is tough because I, I liked Adam's argument of getting that cat to, to run and, and you know scare off and basically trip up the marshmallow man, making him fall down. I don't know how you can cut through that head with a sword, though. Like, you can. I mean, clearly it's marshmallow, but how are you going to get... Because Spartan swords are pretty short. They weren't, like, long sword. Like, these aren't, like, big two-handed Conan the Barbarian long swords. And they're, I'm flaming. They're short, so you're going to... Getting in there, every you know, you're going to get burned from the flames themselves, not just And the, not like George Michael. Well, if anything, the, the marshmallow man is just going to stick to the ground anyway at that point. Yeah. 
He t- once he's touched something, he it's game over. Well, and here's my other thing. I go back to this, and this is something that came up the last time you guys battled out with his marshmallow man. He's gonna be dead. He's melting. He's on fire. He's just gonna melt. Before <laughs> so time, the Spartan but, just potato sack hops away. But Dave, yeah. did, Adam didn't want to wait around. <laughs> Spartans don't back down. Would that giant marshmallow man even see the Spartan? I don't know, but uh, you have to assume at some point they did, and they're gonna battle. And if they're gonna battle, the marshmallow man may end up burning up and, and melting down eventually. But that's a lot of marshmallow. I don't know <laughs> what. What do you guys think? I know you just battle it out. You can't be. You can't be. You know, unbiased. But take a step <laughs> back. If you were to flip characters right now, who who, who would you pick winning? Well, that's not fair. The judge has got to pick that. I'm gonna yeah. pick it. I've got my winner already. I'm I, just I'm curious. I'd say the marshmallow man. He's just huge. I'd say the marshmallow <laughs> man too because I got one other theory here. Oh boy! And after the marshmallow man, well, I'm gonna say the cat wins. Here's the reason why: because once the marshmallow man falls over on top of the Spartan, burns him to death. Sooner or later, like you said, the marshmallow man's gonna um, burn out. And it's just gonna be goo there. That cat's just gonna lick up all that goo. Hmm. Okay. The cat wins. See, I, I well the cat, that's a good point too. But I, I did have it down here where I think the marshmallow man, just with the size and the flaming nastiness that he brings, I don't even care about the battle cat at this point, but I think there's no way the Spartan the Spartan's not even gonna see him coming. He'll feel the big ground shaking probably, but maybe not if he's riding a battle cat, they walk pretty quietly. I think we got to give it to the marshmallow man. Yeah, boy. All right, I'm judge next time. How's that sound? That works. All right. So next, the, that moves. So the next round will be Amish Vader versus Flaming Marshmallow Man. Heck yeah! It's a big round, but that's not for next week. Next week's matchup is going to be the Meatloaf and Two Little Rascals matchup we've been waiting for. <laughs> we've been waiting all day for yeah Yeehaw. so good geek off i and we're getting close it's getting down to that final four yeah. mark we're we're, yeah. we're almost there can't wait to see who gets crowned champion yeah so guys before we put the lid on the soup stick around afterwards to hear our unsigned music spotlight because this week we are bringing you nobody knows me like you the track by the saboteurs am i pronouncing that right Saboteurs. 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 Formed in Lincoln, UK, late 2015, Ben Ellis was performing solo acoustic originals and playing in a folk punk band, Dog Goblins. Well, love the name. <laughs> Dog Goblins. <laughs> well, Rick Whitehead has been had been the lead songwriter and guitarist in an alt-metal band, Trip Switch. The band racked up an extensive amount of gigs over the next 18 months, including several festival slots and supports with Black Ballad, featuring Marshall Gill from New Model Army. They have a huge range of musical influences, including New Model Army, Tool, Queens of the Stone Age, Deftones, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Susie and the Banshees. Their music is totally and utterly from their hearts, knowing the importance of music to their lives. So definitely stick around and check that out. And guys, if you have not yet done so, enter our 8-Bit Dough contest this is a chance for you the listener um if, you know for new listeners especially because how else do you prove this um it's it's really for uh subscribing and adding a new review and everything well you could Post still you could still if if you've already subscribed rated and reviewed you should be able to still grab a screenshot that shows your review 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Everything else. Because yeah, when you so go in that. there and you hit uh, uh, review, it'll bring up what you originally wrote. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, good to know. So I was wrong. Um, so anybody listening could potentially win the 8-bit dough controller, which is this awesome wireless controller. Yes! Um, we've been working I'm with 8-bit dough. It now. It's so great. Jason's having an awesome time with it. So um, definitely check that out. The three of us here at Digital Soup want to thank you for listening and to see more content, contact us or just interact in any way. Head over to digitalsouppodcast.com and remember you can listen to us or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So be sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and we'd love it if you told a friend about us. We just want to spread the word on the soup. So from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast to all of you, stay safe, have an awesome week, and we will catch you next time. Take care, guys. Later, Carlos Esquera.